Uninterrupted intro. <laughs> Jesus. All right, man. We went full-fledged with that one, didn't we? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Episode 72 of the Jello Potting Cast. 72. Is that uh, Siete Dos? Is that what? Sesenta Dos. Sesenta Dos. That's right. If you're from Sesenta. San Antonio. <laughs> and then you love metal. It's, fri- it's Friday, Friday. <sighs> this is the Mother's Day episode. This is because... Oh, they're talking. Um, All right. We're going to have some dogs in the background. That's because uh, Mother's Day is Sunday. It is, Mother's right? Day is Sunday, Mother's yeah. Day is So um, I called my my uh, my mother on this last Sunday, by the way, in which happy Mother's Day. You did? <laughs> you did. You, 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 I, I did. Even Mandy looked at me from across the room and was like, it's it's not Mother's Day. No, you know? no, it's, no. Yeah, she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, shit, it's not Mother's Day? I love you so much. Yeah. I wanted to say oh, it twice. God, that's so stupid. It's, you know, I... So uh, the honest truth is I have my real mother. I don't, you already know this. I don't talk to my real mother. I haven't talked to my real mother in 20 years at this point, I think. It's okay. You know, it, it is okay. It is. Uh, so I have a, a stepmother, but she's like a mom to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, That's right. and, and I, I, you know, I love her very much. And so I just wanted to show her love early. Uh-huh. She deserves it. She deserves her mother's the depth day of early. your compassion. There's no bounds. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah, San, An- San Antonio. Can I say something real quick? You may. So, uh, San Antonio, uh, Nine Inch Nails is touring again with. Um, who's their whose tour are they going to ruin this time? Because they tried to ruin Soundgarden's last time. Who the hell is opening for them? I, I wish I could remember. I, I can't remember. Everclear. But. This is the coolest shit ever. So, uh, do you have you heard any of this news at all? No, no. Hit, Good. Hit me, hit me, hit me. This is going to be great. So, are you seated comfortably? Oh, mm. uh, with a non alcoholic mm. drink in hand. You are very nice. Five months in now. I'm proud of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, right. Speaking of which, Twitter is je- at Jello Podcast. That's right. Yours Boom, is, I did it. I know it. I I'm did proud it. Of you. I did it. Uh, yours is at 12 Brown. Spell out the 12. It is T W E L V E B R O W N or your ex boyfriend. Yep. That's, that's another good one. A couple of uh, Twitter feeds we like to prop up. Dallas Berkeley. Dallas Berkeley. She's out there. Feed. She's fucking hilarious. She's in Amarillo this weekend. I don't wish that on She's anybody. where dirt goes to die. Right there. That's that's where she is. Pangea High. Go dirt. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Um. Oh, Hidden Mickeys, of course. Yeah. We, that's I, our sister podcast, adore, I feel like. Adore. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish they were. They don't acknowledge us at all, but we acknowledge the fuck out of them. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so, in order to get tickets to the Nine Inch Nell show, mm-hmm. you have to be at the box office in person. Really? Okay. No computerized ticket sales. Wow. You have to get in line, old school, like the 80s, and wait in line for tickets. So, they'll probably sell a quarter of them or a half of them and then open it up to the I'm, basically the secondary market. I right? think that's what they're going to do. And they're limited to four tickets per person. 
So it's just it's super old school. Uh, we were talking last night about. I I love that. It's a great idea. It's a, it's a great, his statement is fantastic about how computers have ruined the concert ticket buying experience. We have talked about this ad nauseum yeah. on this yeah. very podcast. Yeah, it's it's really bad. I still remember. Do you remember staying in line for tickets? Do you remember any shows you stood yes. in line for? Yes, uh, you had to go to record record store. Record stores. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah. you did. Uh, t- the one in Houston was Cactus Records. That's where I used to go. It was Cactus Records. In Lubbock, it was Ralph's Records. Ralph's. Excellent. Ralph's Records and Tapes. Dude, I stood in line for Madonna. I stood in line for uh, oh, Depeche Mode. I stood in line for Beastie Boys. I hate to admit this one. I stood in line for the Black Crows. Ugh, yuck. Gross. Hey, I'll, I'll take that. You... Zip it. Zip it. Worst concert I ever went to in my life. Zip it way up. And if you're talking about that first album, then I understand why. It was. So do you remember that big hullabaloo that happened in Houston where their security guards beat up some people? No. And then they came back and they did a free show where you had to wait in line three weekends. and you One of three weekends, you had to wait in line, and that's how you got tickets, but they were free. Oh. It was the worst show. Worst show. Worst show I'd ever. I'm jealous. Jealous again. <laughs> I'm still scarred. I'm still scarred from that show. Sounds to me like you're scarred from their press team <laughs> fucking with you, not the music. Uh, but I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I think going back to that waiting in line for, I hope more people do it. I hate to sound like a hater here because I like to prop people up. And I think that's a smart way to market stuff. Yes. But I think part of it is that they know. Because part of the reason they do that online ticket sale early and they go sold out in 30 seconds because they know that StubHub and Ticket City, Ciudad de Boletas and a few others have already said, we'll, we'll buy them and we're going to buy them in blocks. They buy a huge and, block. Of and right. then we're going to give you a sellout bonus and the secondary ticket market will eat it. Right. I don't think they can sell out anymore. And they go, well, let's create a buzz fan wise. Smart. I think so. Yeah. It, it, how many shows? I mean, that band's old as fuck. Yeah, they're old also as Kelly really, really good. The 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 oxymoronic part about it is if you think about the statement he made about computers ruining the ticket buying experience, or it even he even talks about ruining a lot of different experiences. His albums are made by computer. I know. Like, uh, that's the weird sure, part. That's sure. the odd part about the entire thing. You know that he is really. He's made his money using technology. You mm-hmm. know? He is fantastic, by the way. He is. He yeah, is they entertain. Very good. And yeah. that nobody did what they did when they did it. Well, Pretty Hate Machine was made just by him. He is the only. He made that entire album completely by himself. Before laptops. I mean. Before was, laptops. Yeah. Right. So he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Really before. Well, but but the way music was sold then wasn't like it is now. Now, right. so you still had to put together a complete album and stuff. Yeah, and I was wondering that the other day, like how how are they how are they recording song sales these days? Are are people really buying this much music? The people are going platinum. I mean, is that a thing that I don't can't... know? I don't know. It's it's by single now and. Because you can't track pulls off of Vivo or whatever or right, right. YouTube or whatever. It, or maybe you can. 
I mean, ASCAP and BMI have got to be the ones that know. Oh, yeah, I mean, because the artist gets paid yeah. by that. And now the terrestrial radio seems to be slowly, seems to kind of be. It's hand in hand with stagnant. the online since you're, you're really just broadcasting your terrestrial over iHeartRadio or whatever. I, I listen to almost all. Well, I, d- I still believe in terrestrial radio, but you know this because I'm hip. I listen to a lot of college radio, a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I wasn't telling you anything. And so, uh, <laughs> I'm just messing with my own mustache. I it bother me today. I listen to a lot of college radio, so I don't listen to a lot of mainstream radio. But as I age, of course, I'm listening to talk radio a lot. But most of the music I listen to, I throw on a YouTube mix, and mm-hmm. I just let it run. It, it it does it well for you now. Yeah, it really does. You can just yell at something in your room. I have this one called Alexis. Alexis. <laughs> Go, go over there to YouTube. Ale- Alexis, why are you calling me with a problem? God dang it. <laughs> uh, I want to tease some of this. We may get to all of this. We, we, we're, we won't do you know we won't. We never do. That. I'm going to edit this out. Uh, we're chock full tonight on this Mother's Day edition. Uh, 80s chicks that uh, I want to date for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I have my list. I have a list that I think you might have answered. Okay. I'm we'll excited. Bump those up against one another and uh, uh, maybe hit a little Detroit again. Well, we've got this is a heavy Detroit month for us. So it it really is. It's a heavy day trois three one three month. Mm-hmm. It's it's odd. Uh you've got new music. I've got new music. Good, good. Mm, let's see here. What, uh, I really don't have any I really just have old music. But I I I really Yeah, I really have ADHD right now when it comes to music. I am all over the place. I can't problem really concentrate on anyone it's besides of course childish because i think you need to kind of pick maybe an outlet from where you grab your music from or quit trying to i'm taking it from everywhere you already know this i i i grab from everywhere on the net it's it's nuts and it's it's kind of driving me it's driving me bonkers. I really well, you, wish I would concentrate it, on like one mode of music at this it's point. It's the same thing with TV programs. There's so much out there. You can't possibly watch it all. If if you have a pop culture podcast and you're trying to comment on everything. You're fucked. Entertainment Tonight, they just go, fuck it, we're going to talk about the royalty over there. Uh, uh, <laughs> Spice Girls are going to the wedding. They had a baby, yeah. by the way. <laughs> uh, top 10 worst moms. Uh, okay. Let's lead off with that, if you don't mind. I'm excited. Thank you. Um, right. It's the um, Mother's Day edition, 72. On a Friday. Oh, my God. You can tell we had a rough week. Like, just by the sound of our voices. <laughs> All we the huffing both. and puffing. <sighs> uh, right. Number 10 is Kenesha Berry. Do you know what she did, Bob? No. What did Kenesha Berry She Barry bound do? her newborn baby with duct tape and threw him away in a dumpster, but at least she tried to sell the baby first. Oh, of course. Seems well, like you know. Yes. It, it, we're a capitalist market. Why not? Uh-huh. You know the most... Exp- I've always it's said a good this, argument for socialism. The most expensive baby on the black market is a, um albino baby. Albino babies go for more than any other baby on the black market. I wonder what they go for. You like that fact, by mm. the way? No. <laughs> Number nine is Susan Smith. You know what she did? She sounds familiar. She's the one that drowned all her kids in the tub in it's, Houston? You're close. Okay. And we'll, I'm, I'm, I'll bet you anything she's that lady's on there. On that list, yeah. Smith infamously rolled her car into a South Carolina lake with the kids inside. <gasps> oh, and then she... She um, lied and said a, a black guy carjacked her. Kidnapped her children. Yes, yes, I remember her. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a bad uh, Failed a polygraph. Oh. 
She felt like three of them did. Uh, concerning like the whereabouts of the children several times. Yeah. Uh, 1990 Mazda protege in John D. Long Lake. <laughs> South Carolina's police are still looking for the black man. That's my commentary. Uh, <laughs> of course. Another are. Susan. This is Susan Eubanks. Uh, she's a heavier woman. Not that it matters. Yeah, she's a bigger girl. Yeah. You know what she, she did? She's like Mama Cass. Um, wha- it's got to be killed her kids. Everyone is going to be killed their How? kids. You're good. Yeah, everyone, uh, it's got to be. Top uh, top 10 moms, uh, eight, Susan Eubanks, shot and killed her four sons in a drunken rage set off a, <sighs> by a domestic squabble with a boyfriend. How? What does that... How? Uh, I... I oh, this is the norm, most normal killing I'm, on this list. Let's move on. Michelle Sue Tharp. You may not know this one. Oh, of, I love that oh, haircut. Oh, you know this Look one? at that haircut. That haircut's fantastic. Try to guess what that's state. The, that's the front poof. I think. Um, I'm going to go with Georgia. Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. She starved her seven-year-old daughter to death and left her wrapped in a sheet on the west side of West, Vir- uh, west Virginia Dirt Road. Why? Why? Uh, I don't even want to read the rest no. of this. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I wanted to... St- Fucking strangle the fuck out of my fucking son. Now we've landed at the core of this. I have wanted to choke the fuck out of him. But how does it reach that level? Substance abuse. It's got to be. It has to be. Yeah. Uh, On a Texas base, uh, this is Dina Schlosser. Oh, yeah. As if you know people, this one? People in the neighborhood knew she was crazy. So This Plano, Texas woman, amid a religious frenzy amputated her 11-month-old's arms as a sacrifice to God because that's what God wants, baby arms, Bob. Well, he's, you know, he's, he's they're deficient in that market. In the heaven market, they don't have enough baby arms. Mm-hmm. That's I've, I've always known that, by the way. Uh, fireman found her walking the streets aimlessly at 2 a.m. Was she waving the arms around? Did she have the arms? She was just like, ah! Very good, Bob. <laughs> this is Rose, Rosemarie Fritzel. Number five looks, on the top ten. Moms. She looks fairly normal. She mm. actually does. She looks. She didn't really kill anyone, Bob. What? She tortured somebody. She stood aside as her husband turned their daughter of course, of course. into a. I can't even read it. This of one. course. Uh, of Andrea Yates. This is the one that that's you know, the one four. I know. That's the one that in Houston, right? She drowned six of her kids. That's five. Five, five of her kids okay. in the bathtub, one by one. Didn't let them down on the bed. So here's my question: Did she have to drown the oldest one first? I would imagine say, she would drown the oldest one first so that the fight got less and less as they walked in the bathroom yeah, and saw each other drown. Energy. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, you know, I would have blamed log- it on a black guy. The logistics. It was me. Uh, this is China Arnold here, number three in the top ten mo- worst moms. Fuck. Oh. Uh, this is like talking about the Bill Cosby thing. We're Jesus almost Christ. done. China Arnold killed her baby in the microwave. In a microwave? Yeah, she said, I thought it was a burrito. Oh, yeah, because that's, you know, that's easy. Well, the kid was in a swaddling blanket. It was in a swad, you know. It was, it was, it was, it was all This right. is uh, Adi Sanchez, number two. It's the grossest burrito ever. Adi Sanchez claimed that Satan ordered her to kill her newborn baby and eat its brains. And, and why would you listen to Satan? Why? Why? And then this one's old. You'll probably know this because you this know is... all history. Mary Beth Tinning. No. Doesn't ring a bell. No, it does not, actually. Hands down, the worst. Serial killer of her own. How many would you like to guess did she off? I'm going to go with 32. Nine. Oh, damn it. I shot high. Every time she would <laughs> smother a child, she would rush him to the hospital and claim he just stopped breathing all of a sudden. Munchausen disease. 
That's that's what that is. You think so? Yeah, that's that Munchausen disease thing. That's where you try to gain attention by faking illnesses of your oh. children. Yeah, it's called Munchausen disease. It, that's a creepy ass thing. That's a very creepy. Ass. They have videos like in hospital rooms of mothers like injecting like Lysol into the um, oh, poisoning them slowly, poisoning the the kids so, so that they stay in the <sighs> hospital so she they get sympathy. And it's mostly mothers that get stricken by Munchausen disease. It's that not postpartum a hormonal. Happy Mother's Day, Dude, Robert. My my ex wife had it horribly. She had it really bad. She had the whole "you need to get home" because uh, depression, I, right? Yeah, it yeah. was bad, bad, bad. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day. That's you right. Fucking dick. This uh, <laughs> since we're talking about hospitals, uh, I'd like to do two ads if you don't mind, and um, maybe take a break. I don't know. All right, sounds good. Oh God, I'm going to edit ads. this, so don't worry about ads. it. It's all going to be edited. Ads. Episode 72. This is another <laughs> fucking drug ad. Uh, <laughs> Again, I already two lo- things. I already don't like the look of this woman. Like that's how bad this is. Like I already don't like the way she looks. You're you're missing the point. Two things you need to focus on once again: the music in the background, mm-hmm. and then the side effects. I'm hoping this is a minute long company. ad, and I wish I could cut it shorter. But there are uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of side effects. Okay, ends are my time. I need an insulin that fits my schedule. What Traceva is used to control high blood sugar in adults with diabetes. Oh, Don't that's what it does. To treat diabetic ketoacidosis during episodes of low blood sugar, or if you are allergic to any of its ingredients. Sure. Don't so share happy. needles or insulin pens. Don't reuse needles. That's the most common advice. side effect yeah. is no, low blood no, sugar, you know. which may cause dizziness, sweating, <laughs> confusion, and headache. Check your blood sugar. Low blood sugar can be serious and may be life-threatening. Injection side I didn't reactions know that. may occur. Tell your prescriber about all medicines you take and all your medical conditions. Taking TZDs with insulins like Traceva may cause serious oh, side effects like heart failure. Your insulin dose shouldn't be changed without asking your prescriber. Get heart medical failure. help right away if you have trouble breathing, Thank fast you. heartbeat, extreme drowsiness, swelling of your face, tongue, or throat, dizziness, or confusion. Ask your healthcare provider if you're Tracy I counted eight. Ready. You counted six? I'm not done. Most insurance and Medicare plans. Hold on. Oh, yeah, they are done. That was a disco jam. That uh, was a di- little Donna Summer. I see I, I brought to you by. I think that Cuba Gooding Jr.'s father wrote that song. As a matter of fact, from what I've I, I've heard, I heard that. I, <laughs> I love that joke so much. Uh, what is going on? We, do you think I I I'm going to make a guess that I believe that the pharmaceutical industry is starting to level out. Because more people are becoming aware of the side effects of everything. Because they're forced to say what those right, side effects are? Right. I, I'm willing I'm, to bet that, that things are leveling out. I taking on Bevo after listening bit. to this podcast. <laughs> 25 different side effects. If there's any bleeding from your eyeballs. If you experience hair loss or your hair turning into snakes. like <laughs> <laughs> Don't take Opdivo if you're allergic to Opdivo was the most obvious that one. That is so great. So That's on so an up note, note, and then uh, if you'll cue up some music. Uh, I do, um, I do. I have Because some. we're Absolutely. at the 20. Um, this, this ad actually makes me laugh. Um, these are ongoing. This guy Mayhem from... Uh, uh, Allstate, it's an insurance ad. Oh, I love this guy. This I love this guy so much. <laughs> All right, so listen to this. Cue that up, and then. All right. I'm your phone, stuck down here between your seat and your console, playing a little hide and seek. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> Warmer. Oh my god. This Warmer. Is great. Up, boiling. 
<laughs> Jackpot. Oh, and if you've got Jackpot. Jackpot. car insurance, you could be picking up these charges yourself. <laughs> so get all safe. He has a French fry. Wait until TV protected from mayhem. Oh, like that's me. so great. <laughs> all right, episode 72. We are starting. Good for What us. have you there? This what are we listening to? This is uh, going to be uh, Money Mark. He is actually known as the fourth Beastie Boy. Was he in the Beastie Boys? He was. He was. He actually did a lot of their mixing, and he was on stage with them quite often. Is he like Clarence from the Beatles? He or? is like Clarence from the Beatles. Okay, see you in just a minute. Wait, is this, how old is this song? Uh, 92, I think. You said you had deep cuts. I do got some deep ones. Okay, episode 72. <laughs> Just fucking ran up. That equalizer just was like. That was excellent. Could be my condition. <laughs> when I, uh, all right, fuck your city. So heavy. that segment, uh, fuck your city, went away as a segment. It did. It did. We, we, I think we kind of chose to, and then we just chose to talk about Detroit every single podcast. Yeah, we don't like to be <laughs> negative. We're Detroit heavy, though. On we the are Detroit heavy. We are. Well. 
why I can understand I why, why I am Detroit heavy, but I don't understand why you are Detroit. This is a Detroit heavy month. You're I, going. Twice. I've worked for two companies that are based in Detroit. In fact, the last company that I started working for, which is going well, by the way, good, good for uh, you. My folks go. Can't you find a company that's not based in Detroit? <laughs> I said, I don't know, man. There's a, a certain pull there. Well, also, business is making a humongous comeback there. It truly is. Yeah, the traditional. Uh, manufacturing is not what they do. I don't think it's ever going to. No. I think you'd be hard-pressed in the U.S. to find a manufacturing city anymore. Now you find... San Antonio is. Texas. Um, that's more... Is that more a distribution city than anything? That's more a transport city, wouldn't you say? I mean, you got uh, HEB's headquarters are there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Caterpillar. Caterpillar is there. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know... We just we already know this. Just, On to Detroit. We just don't manufacture like we used to. So I just got back. You did? Mm-hmm. And you're uh, about to go again. <laughs> and I've got to go again on the 9th. You are going on the 30th I'm for your 30th. birthday. I am going for my birthday. How old are you going to be, sir? 27 years old. <sighs> Never been kissed. And 27 years old. Still a virgin. Still a virgin. It's, I... I'm blushing. Look need blush. you, thanks to Ghostland Observatory, <laughs> don't sue us for using your shit. That, I like that you said that. We'll know that we've made it when somebody sues us for yeah. using their music. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, by the way, uh, if I may. Yes. Thank you for all of you who are listening and tweeting at us and stuff. Yes. Thank you uh, very much. Three We're, times the normal amount. I get the bill, you know, for amount of polls and stuff. Uh, normally around 3,000 or so. 8,300 polls this That's time. fantastic. I love it. People are listening. Thanks what? for engaging. I'm sorry for come on the I show. Say. Yeah, somebody come some. on the show, please. Not that we don't love each other. I'm just saying that it's always nice to have a guest spot every once in a while. No, it's not. Anyway, I was uh, <laughs> I was in the Detroit Wayne Airport, and uh, this guy, you know, they had the drug dog there. Anyway, it was a guy, and the dog sat down next to him. So they fucking hold up the entire line. Oh God. And he's just a normal looking Asian guy. And the dog kept sniffing. And then he looked over at another guy that was another TSA guy. And he goes, yeah, we got a positive over here on his mic. Anyway, they made the guy stand there for about 90 seconds, which is a long time. Like the amount of time you hug people when to make them uncomfortable. Well, that's also a long time if you're suspicious and of some everybody's kind of fucking crime. Like, yeah. You know? Anyway, finally, the guy goes, nah, never mind. I mean, you know, he probably had some weed smoke on it or something, or maybe the dog's new or whatever, but they fucking held up this guy and his girlfriend. I mean, who's dumb enough to mule at, coke at it, this or point? Weed? Yeah, at this point in an airport, no, nobody. Everybody nobody. in there just wanted to get yeah. on their goddamn flight. Well, I have you ever, I've been searched before. Have you ever been searched? Yeah, I probably should have been searched when I was searched, though. <laughs> I what um, happened to you? I left a razor. As you know, I use that old school double razor. You know, I use. I, I like to shave like it's the 1950s, and uh, I accidentally left a razor blade in my razor, and they went. And some through, genius found it in that in that stupid X-ray, X-ray machine. Thing. And the worst, <laughs> she's gonna hate you. The worst part was my girlfriend standing there going, "Really, really, y'all are holding it up for oh, this?" Oh, that We're makes just it worse. Making it worse, and I'm just—it's fine. Let them do their thing. The sooner they do their thing, then the sooner that we this can be on our way. Ridiculous! This is ridiculous. Manny would have insulted the dog. Like, look at you, you stupid mutt! You're so gross looking. You need a bath. You're a bird dog. <laughs>
Um, so uh, what did you think this last time? I haven't been to Detroit in a few years. Well, I'll tell you that, um, again, downtown is immaculate. It's great. Temperatures, mid-70s during the day, oh, 50 at yes. night. It was, it was beautiful. Yes. Um, th- they've got all the lights turned on down there, and everything's great. Uh, went so to this- you can see your own mugging. So yes, you in, can in fact, that, actually see it. That people mover train that runs you around in a circle there through Greek Town and by the Red Wing Stadium and by Ford Stadium and yep, by yep. the, the Whole be, Foods that's down there. It used to be called the L. I don't know what it's called anymore. It's called the People Mover. The People. Yeah, of course. Those that live there call it the People Mugger. That's so jerk. <laughs> <laughs> the People Mugger. So uh, I went into the uh, bathroom at this bar with uh, some coworkers, and a, a girl steps in there. Of course, I'm taking a pit. I really had to pee, and I hear her go, "Hey, you got a lighter?" And I knew what she was doing, but I, I was peeing. I go, "No, ma'am, I, I don't. Sorry." Besides all that, I, I, I was with the coworkers. It just wasn't gonna work. I, I'm, I'll bang anything. You know this. Oh, wait. so then I go up to uh, go up the stairs. And I didn't I walk, say that, by the way. I'm just letting you know. What did you say? I thought it in my head, mm-hmm. but you said it. So. so I walked up the stairs, and I think it was her. I walked. I just caught out of the corner of my eye what color clothing it was. And she goes, douchebag. What was I supposed to do, Bob? Did I play you, that the wrong you, way? You didn't have, what, 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 you didn't have a, okay, what? Cut to 30 minutes later. Oh, I'm standing outside smoking a cigarette. I look up at the uh, marquee. It's called Queen Bar. Things got real gay. Things got real gay. It was a gay bar. But, you know, gay dudes have pretty girlfriends. But I didn't know they were so mean so i was in a gay bar I didn't have a lighter one gonna- time in san antonio when they i was there with my ex-wife and our gay friend which is no problem uh, fine no. well you know i have always yeah. been a friend of the gay community yeah. you know um the bartender asked my as i was off by myself my the bartender asked my ex-wife if i was straight and she said yeah he is and he goes in about an hour, you probably want to get him out of oh, here. Oh, he got... Yeah, it it's shifts. Gonna, it's going to get a little rough. It shifts. Yeah. It was yeah. called the rebar, by the way. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm fine. It just... Well, I, I'll tell you this. I saw the... You sent me a snap that, of the uh, restaurant you were at. It looked fantastic. It looked like... Oh, any, the food any, was good. Even the street scene you showed me looked like a street here in Austin you'd be at. Yeah, like it, it, sure. It looked... And I know exactly where you were, by the way. I knew exactly. And I'll, I'll tell you, I was there five in years ago in Detroit in that same place. And it was way darker than that and uh, way dirtier really? than that. I was in that exact same spot. Yeah. Isn't that funny? All you got to do is turn the lights on and it scares just the yeah. bad element away. Well, you know, they don't want you to see them mugging you. I have a question for you. Why you thought this quote was funny? Because this quote was overheard at that bar. By white people saying it, by the way. Uh, Hemingway is awesome, but his books suck. <laughs> Why do you think that's funny? Well, because I believe the same thing. I, I think he... Just too verbose. First of all, he was a, he was a horrible human being. We all know this. Uh, he was Why? absolutely... He was abusive. He was abusive to his wife. He was abusive to his children. Um, but he was bold as fuck he liked to fist fight he liked to hunt he was a very bold that, individual yeah that uh uh what do you uh, go ahead pugilism um he he was but, an intrepid traveler he yeah. was he was but his 
books were monotonous, not only in tone, but in topic. The tone was, just take the simple one, which is Old Man in the Sea, which drones on and on and on about an old man on his last fishing voyage fighting with this hum- the largest fish he's ever and caught. he killed the fish. <laughs> I think that's actually, that's actually a line from the movie. Um, it, it, as a person, he was unbelievably interesting. But as a writer, he kind of, his books were boring. So they're, he captured boring. both a, a cultural symbolism because he was covered by the news, not just. He was, he, he I would say he might have what, been one of the very first authors. This would have been uh, right around the turn of the century. This was like six thirties. This was like 18, oh, 1900s to I, I just like the fifties. He was from the sixties. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know when he committed suicide, but it, I believe he committed suicide in the fifties. I think. He did? Yeah, well, he God, was... God, I'm such an idiot. Yeah, he was... Uh, it was People very listening right early. now are going, you mother... Shit, and I could be completely wrong for all I fucking know, but well, I believe it was very early. Him. Yeah, I believe it was very early in the 1900s in which he was influential. And he was one of the first, I guess you could call it like, um, artist uh, celebrities. Yeah. He he really was. He fought in wars. He fought in wars, you know? he He was a bold motherfucker. That same type of guy now, they'd be like, he didn't really fight in the war. He uh, he delivered water yeah, to right. the front lines. Or like, they would claim he toxic ma- masculinity. They would all his books. Well, all his books are very masculine centric. So you know, they all center on a male protagonist having a fight with nature and his own nature at the same time. He killed the fish. He killed the fish. <laughs> but I I, I okay, thought it was thank hilarious you for educating me on that. I, I, I was no, at a party where such a cornerstone of any academia. I think so. I, I think you know. If you're a writer, I, you you're haven't a writer. read those. You, yeah, it's almost like not having read Steinbeck or. If uh, you're a member of Hot Tub Country and you don't get in a hot tub on the regs, <laughs> get kicked out, or grow a disgusting mustache. Um, it's funny because I got into an argument with two girls at a party about the insignificant. The they claimed that William Shakespeare was insignificant, and I got in a huge blowout argument with them because I am a huge fan of William Shakespeare, and I mm-hmm. believe that iambic pentameter is one of the cornerstones of linguistics and especially the English English language. It's what makes a upper echelon speaker. It's what makes Eat. a oh right the rhythm and pattern of speech. Um, uh, it it displays a magnetism that makes the the message stronger. The, the message stronger, and the the person who's sitting there want to listen to it. And that rhythm is is still used to this day unknowingly because it's so steeped in our culture and our English grammar. It's the same reason that 120 beats per minute, which is right. about the rate of the heart. Right. Songs that hit that are called pocket because they fit universally into something that we we gravitate towards mm-hmm. or that we like to listen to the point is that he recognized that's that so and, great. and could put a name on it you right know? right i i loved that quote that was hilarious that was so because it's true it is true they they they're right in my opinion they were absolutely right i'm gonna do the worst segue ever i'm excited going from the 30s to the 80s 
80s chicks I'm gonna date for oh, a little bit okay I have I have I have my five you have five yes I yes. have my five and then I'm gonna I have five that I think you would have answered let's start with that let's do okay uh, who do you think one of my five is Ali Sheedy god damn it you're good oh my you're fucking right off the I bat she was my number need you are you fucking with me no no absolutely Ali Sheedy just had to mark it off okay go ahead this one should be in that time frame, but Helena Bonham Carter? No, she is not. Okay. No. Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice. No, she is not. Which Why, is surprising Nona because Ryder. I do like her. I love Winona Ryder. I do. But, but not on your list? She's not on my list. Oh, no. you tried to get her. Yeah. I did not. I, I swear I didn't, but she should be on my list. You're absolutely right. Angelica Houston as oh my God. Why didn't I Morticia. Have that? No, I don't have that. But that was the 90s. Okay. Well, one out of five ain't bad. Actually, it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right, hit me. Hit me big Oh, uh, I have Molly Ringwald and Ali Sheedy both, of course, Breakfast Club. I have Linda Evangelista. I still love her to this day. From what? She movie? was a supermodel. She was a supermodel. She was fantastic. She was almost like a pre-goth before goth was goth. Well, I just typed in goth uh, actresses, and that's where and that's I got where, your list That's from. where it is. <laughs> uh, Linda Evangelist. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mary Stuart Masterson. Some Kind of Wonderful. I swear to God, <laughs> I watched Some Kind of Wonderful on VHS so much, I wore out the tape. She because, was a great drummer. Oh, God. She was a pocket drummer. <laughs> and then I have one dirty one. Which was really just a masturbation fantasy. Ooh, Linda Evangelista. Yeah, right. She, she looked good, dog. Yeah, she's a good-looking woman. Yeah. Oh, Mama Sita. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She's five nine. She was my supermodel crush. Her mama called her Augustine. Way. I'm gonna call her Augustine James Evangelista. Hmm. Seven hundred magazine covers. Yeah, she's beautiful. She still. She's a supermodel she's- before. She was around this the very early Cindy Crawford. Like she was among that crowd. She was known for coining the phrase, "I don't wake up for less than ten thousand a day." God bless her. Oh man, she still look good, dude. So here's my last one, Samantha Fox. Yes. Well done, sir. I ripped my foreskin to that woman when I was younger. Tip of the hat She's to you. Fantastic. So dirty. So dirty. Okay, she'd what, make a swimming pool a hot tub. What are your five? And please tell me Dolly Parton. Mine are so. It's so <laughs> obvious our differences on this. Okay, if you're listening, tweet this back. <laughs> Shelly Long from uh, Night Shift. Night Shift. Oh my God! Best Love ass. Best hookers. ass ever. Best ass ever on film. Yep. Scrambled eggs and panties. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, this is a. Indicative of where I'm from. Victoria Principal, because Dallas, that show was so great. Uh, Mia Sarah was Sloan in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We are vastly different, by the way. Correct. Heather Locklear from Fall Guy. <laughs> well, that, that would be my Samantha Fox. Yep. Yeah, overlay that. Yep. And then this one, only because it's Mother's Day. Kelly McGillis, who is oh! 76 years old today. She looks horrible. She, Actually, looks, she did not age good, by the way. She aged very poorly. Poor girl. She was as old as Wilford Brimley in Top Gun as, as she, she was when he did uh, <laughs> Cocoon. She was born July 9, 1954. She's 60. But I have a wild card. Oh, do you? Yeah, Daryl Hannah. Oh, Absolutely. Because I loved her as Madison in Splash. I I really admired her ability to learn English by watching TV in a Dillard's. Isn't that the same way that the short circuit robot learned English, right? By watching TV. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> All he did was TV phrases. That's AI me. at its <laughs> finest. Yeah, Boston Dynamics. I'm sure they're like, that robot's stupid. <laughs> look at it. Look, so look what we have now. We like E.T. Human skin. <laughs> Everybody's uh, so scared of AI robots. Look. All right, let's take the a break. The batteries don't last that long. Let's take a break. All right, you're right. Do you have a song? Because I have a song. You Just, have? I do. I have an awesome song. But I want to play mine. Uh, uh, go for it. Yes. Wait. Yeah, it's my turn. Absolutely. Leon Bridges. Okay. He went and did it again. <gasps> he really did. I won't make I you listen to the whole thing. You, no, yes. I'm fine with that. But the I video's the great. Song. Yes. I love this lyric right here. And then I'll let you go. This lyric right here. This was my pickup you, you like sent it? me this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, big guy. Uh, we'll take a break. What minute are we? What are we on? We're at the 40 minute mark. Oh, look at us. Oh, this is a jam. I want a dark bar and a. One big ice cube and a heavy whiskey. Okay, see you in a minute. The video's not bad either, really. Oh, the video's real good. What's she doing? They're a Corsican twin. She's dancing like he's dancing, and they're not near each other. She has French bread uh, nunchucks like the Corsican brothers. (laughs) You did go old. Happy Mother's Day, episode 72 of the podcast. Yes, Friday. They're called the Pleasure Seekers. Yeah, yeah. Did they find it? I love this part. Yes. I appreciate the bass mix in that. It's an all-girl band. Here are B-52s. Very Maybe they grabbed so. some of that from it. Well, we already know the B-52s pulled heavily from the 50s. Yeah. Do a bunch of coke and listen to 50s music and you get Rock Lobster. All Rock Lobster all the time. This is great stuff because it makes me want to look up who was involved, you know? Yeah, it, 
this is a. I heard this on the way over. Where are they from? I have no earthly idea. I don't know anything about them. All right, do your homework, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Nice pull. Thank you very much. Welcome. I'm Brian Upshaw. That's... I am the infamous Bobby Brown. That's right. <laughs> Purveyor of all things goth. That's right. Last segment of episode 72 of the Jello Podding cast. Mother's Day episode. Start off. Start Call off your mama. And went fantastic. Yes, please call your mom on Mother's Day. You should. You should celebrate them. We came out of their vaginas. I think that I'm Is really that, tired of that guilt that, trip, by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> we did come out of our dad's dicks also. So, I mean, you know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. We made, but they incubate. It, it's true. It's uh, Well, yeah, all they right, do. Well, uh, we could talk about this all fucking day long, and I'm not going to. Womb balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two new shows and then i got a song and we'll get out all right your show is i'd like to tell you that i have uh something lined up for tonight oh but i don't oh good for you take mm-hmm. a break that's what i well say. i had to get up for that flight from detroit at 3 30 a.m jesus christ uber did a fucked up thing to me man did Ooh. i tell you about that no did you uber from here no from Detroit to Austin, $3,160. No. Um, no, so uh, 3.30 in the morning, I, I hit Uber. Did he have bottled water? I just want to. Yeah. <laughs> and a bag of chips. Uh, I hit Uber at 3.30. There were three cars. I guess, you know how the driver can refuse it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've done it. I'm an Uber driver. I ain't going over there. I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, I kept hitting it. Hit, hit, cancel, hit, cancel. And then it goes, all right, peak hours. Uh, so my drive to the airport went from 31 bucks to 65 was on surge it said surge and two other people signed off there was only one car in the area because who would uber drive in detroit at 3 30 a.m by the way sneaky bastards so sneaky shit god damn surge pricing sucks It, it really does but it is what we have now i'd like to know how many people are taking ubers as opposed to taxis now have they taken over? Are they? Are there more people now taking Uber and Lyft than there are taxis? Probably so. I think so. I think so. I'd be willing to bet that, that that's the way it is. Taxi drivers don't give a shit, I guess. They're the worst drivers. And no matter what city you go to, taxi drivers are the worst. They're the worst. I kind of Ex- love it except that for taxi Spain. got hit in the face by ride sharing. Well, you know, it was a it was a huge. Um, you know, damn right, you take away from. <laughs> well, it was a. How can you put it? I, I don't want to say mobster mentality, but it was. those labor unions, they those taxi unions, they have they had strangleholds on cities. Mm-hmm. They truly did. They had they Ran had out actually here. pool. They had actually pool in the city councils. You know, you know, damn right. God damn it. <laughs> oh. That, why does the accent hurt me? Because it, uh, it's veiled racism. But it's not really. It's not. It, it, people make fun of my voice, I'm sure. People make fun of every, you know. It, yeah, you smell like a wet dog. It, that's must. It's a great must. Musk. Musk. But no, you're musty. Mine is must. Mine is yeah. must. Yeah, like an <laughs> old wet rag. <laughs> hey, uh, new show. Hit me. 
Um, it's not a new show, <laughs> but so but the uh, but the season finale last night of Atlanta happened, and this season okay. was beautiful. It was Is, beautiful. Uh, what's his name involved in that too? Yeah, yeah. Him and his brother Childish and his brother write the shows, and then he has a brother. He does. He does. Younger, older, or do you know? I don't know. And they don't even really look a lot alike, but they are doing a. They're just doing amazing. You work. liked the teaser for this show and liked it the whole way through. All the way through. How many episodes was it? Uh, I want to say it was eight, but I could be wrong. It. I'll tell you this. Uh, it. It does these awesome things where. In any other show, for instance, uh, when the protagonist mm. is going was going to fight somebody who was mm. larger than him, yeah. in any other show, the protagonist would win, you know, and you'd be like, okay, he's going to prevail, and things yeah, are return be to different. stable situation, so we can start a new arc. But yeah. it's like real life gets his ass beat, you know, and it, it does that real life turn on you that is, uh, it's predictable, but it's refreshing all at the same time. That happened in Smoking the Bandit. Oh, bear yeah. with me. Remember how dark that one scene was when uh, Mel the Tillis snowman goes in. I like where your head's at. It wasn't Mel Tillis, but it, who was it? If you hadn't asked me, I would know. Uh, another country artist. But anyway, he went in there and the guy the goes, restaurant. Hey, your dog bit me. He goes, eh, Fred don't bite. Anyway, they kicked his fucking ass. He they did were, run over all their motorcycles, but. And remember, they were also being racist. Those motorcycle guys were being racist in that bar towards the. Old man and the son, the black two that black ran guys the that place. ran the place. Yeah, that's what they get. But he gets his ass beat. But he still but, runs over the motorcycles. He, yeah, he, <laughs> he goes over there. And the guy's filled up his truck. And he, he hands him his food. And he goes, "How'd you do?" He's like, "Oh, about as good as usual." <laughs> his face is all bloody and shit. <laughs> um, it was Johnny Paycheck. No, it wasn't. No, nope. awesome. <laughs> son of a bitch. She got the gold mine. I got the shaft. I can't think of his name. It's going to hit us. Why later. the hell was Mel Tillis so famous? Uh, he did Waterbury Because he could sing and not stutter and stutter when he talked. Like uh, like Gomer Pyle? Like uh, Jim Neighbors? Uh, before I go on to this new show, Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, who was supposed to fight Canelo Alvarez. Right. Who tested positive for um, some kind of a, a growth hormone. That's and happening more these days than ever. <laughs> that All of them. Yeah. And they always blame it in Mexico. They go, it's bad meat. It's a additive they put in the steers over there. <laughs> it's a bistec. Anyway, he, he tested positive for it. So uh, Triple G had to pick up a fight. Who, and he's a killer. Everybody says, Triple G lost a step. I don't know. Watch this. And it's not very long. All right. I'm excited. But they set him up against a guy who has a good record. But he ain't no Triple G and he ain't no Canelo. But watch this caca right here. It won't take oh, That's not good. Well, because... The commentating brought to you by Jim Lampley. Fucking merchant, Larry Merchant. No, rest in peace, Larry Merchant. Oh, but, yeah, uh, he's dead. It's, uh, whatever. Hold on. Triple G still has that concussive power. That's what I'm saying. That's not good because you need to be a fighter that acts like you don't want no part of this in the early rounds while he's powerful until you get used to seeing the timing of his punches. Then you can act like it doesn't really matter. Oh, it's coming up. Right now, it does matter because if he catches you crisp, it's going to be It's Roy Jones Jr., by the way, commentating. Yeah, I can tell. You heard Abel Sanchez telling Golovkin. But what he's doing right here, he punching the uh, opponent. At, at least they're not asking him to read. So, you know, that's a good thing. He's about to waylay this. Like like that lava flow that's messing with all those Hawaiians over there. I want to see it. Come on, play. I want to see it. Prepare to die. In between rounds, you're a little tight. And it does look that way. And so Golovkin's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. A lot of pressure to deal with. 
A lot of outside the ring stuff. Don't, don't worry. I just made him mad. Boom! One. Two, three, bam, bam, four, bam, bam, five, bam, six, bam, seven, bam, eight. Adios, bam, amigo. Bam. <laughs> bam. He pissed him off. You don't have to that watch he, this to hear that slap. Yeah, he pissed him off is he what happened. hit him eight times in a row, Damn. and they were all nasty motherfucking hits. Damn. His head was bouncing from shoulder to shoulder. Damn, that's good. Look at that. So this new show is called JDM Legends. It's on... Um, uh, Velocity Network. You know how we used to make fun of that network for every show being. Oh yeah. You know what they do? They take an old car, make it new again, and then it's always these sandpaper guitars. Like na 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 na. We're gonna put a new exhaust in this. And then it gives people unrealistic expectations of what restoring their yeah, cars. The yeah. The only drama that they can do is like, we gotta hit this deadline. It's a virtual logjam. It's a. <laughs> this one is called JDM Legends. Uh, JDM, I just learned, stands for Japanese Domestic. Motors. Oh, so they do Japanese vehicles. Yeah. That, oh, so like son, old Datsuns sure from the 70s, old Nissans, all that stuff. Like a Skyline is one of the most desirable models. 260Zs, all that stuff. This guy, Eric uh, Bizek, Bizek, started his business 10 years ago. It's another one based in Utah. What is it about Utah? Salt Lake City. Also, uh, Montana. Also, I what? think there's a lot of uh, restoration jobs going on there also. But he's only... One of the only restorers of imported Japanese domestic market cars in the U.S., a Datsun 240Z, for example. That's that's a very wanted car. By he way. uses the word "source" a lot. We source this for a customer, but they do a really cool job. They they don't do it like exhibit. Like I'm gonna put four Segas in your car, dog. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll do oh, like pimp the, your ride, like pimp your ride. Yeah, it's a water dispenser. They they <laughs> will like the console had this cheesy wood grain sticker. They'll find that wood grain sticker and make it and refinish. Yeah, the yeah. Oh, I like that. Anyway, I like that. It, it, it's a really cool show. What I really liked about it that turned me on to it at first was that they use house music instead of that. Da, 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 oh, shut up! So it's real well, Japanese cool, laid back thing, and they it's Japanese car, so I could see that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah very nice. Very good. So this is the problem I have with these shows, and being in the business we're in, the one. You think they hour misrepresent? The one-hour restoration gives customers an unrealistic oh. expectation of how fast these things get done. What's that one monkey wrench? <laughs> I saw them strip a 911 yeah. Yeah. in 23 minutes. Yeah, they think these frame-off restorations take six months. These fuckers take a year. They take full restorations of vehicles take a fucking year mm. at least. I'm I mean, around. when you disassemble something that has 8,000 parts on it, come on. And you're repainting, and you're sourcing out different, th- like that wood grain. Yeah, you have finding to source, a seventy. You have to find these things. It's uh, they piss me off. They really do piss me off. It's it, people so, do not realize how long these jobs take. So the first part of your conversation with a customer that does that, say, hey, I just shipped this motherfucker, and it's a gray market nine twenty eight. Okay. The first thing you do is say, I know you got money, but do you got time? Time. Do you have time? And they'll always tell you yes, but bullshit. But what do they mean? They don't. Bullshit, they don't. They're, which I can understand the impatience because you're, you are restoring and remodeling something that is going to be um, a work of art that they're going to be mm-hmm. able to drive, mm-hmm. go to SEMA, things like that with it. But they, of course, because they're spending a lot of money. I mean, we're talking about 
hundreds of thousands of dollars for mm-hmm. these restoration jobs. Of course they want it now. Of course they want it as quick as it's possible. The, one of the few things for them that spending more on it doesn't make it go any faster. It, it makes zero difference. It makes zero, There is a schedule that, that is maintained due to um, your technicians, due to the outsourcing product. The condition product, of the fucker, the how old the, of the damn vehicle. thing is. Yeah, there's, there are these schedules that you, you have to maintain regardless. No matter how much money you throw at it, it does not make people move faster. It just doesn't. That's not the way it works. How, on most of them, are they half the amount of time off that it really takes? Is I'd that say, what yeah. you would say? I'd say that's easy. Yeah, easily half the time off. Yeah, they, they don't realize... If, if you know a restoration job is going to take a year and a half, they're wanting it in six, seven, eight months. Has anybody ever pulled a car out of there because they thought it wasn't Never. going fast enough? Never. Never. That's, not one uh, time. Not one time. To, yeah. To you. Really. They want to. They've thre- they threaten it every once in a while, but nope. Nope. They hey, don't. Because once they start seeing... Like for instance, the frame and the chassis, and they start seeing like the the it's discovery. All of a sudden, them, they're really. like, "Oh, okay, all right." But then, but then that wears off after about three weeks, and then it becomes again, again, again. I want this now, now, now. They they don't realize that they just don't they don't take into account that you have not only their job to do, you have other jobs to do. Top of the fact that you are also counting on sublet work like a sublet painter or a sublet upholsterer. We had to send this off for Chrome Windows. And this. they have their schedule also that they're having to maintain. Oh, you can hear how um, uh, I could. I could this, no. It, it, this is sometimes the bane of my existence. How well you do at what you do. No, well, I try. I try my best. What, what are you going to do? The good thing know? about it is that the price part of it is not something you have to fight. You're fighting a time thing. Fight a time and by thing. the way, that's a little harder because... You a lot of that shit's out of your hands. It's out of your hands. It is out of your hands. I don't know how old this song is. Do you have something you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd like to tell my son to stop costing me so much money. Like, that would be nice. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel here yet? There is. He became a senior two days ago. a boy, oh, Mr. Logan. My boy. My boy. All right, love doing it with you. Uh, episode 72, Mother's Day edition the of can. the Jello Potting cast. an old song i don't know but i like it it's weezer it's got a lot of it's hits not in my wheelhouse so i a million three. they're touring with the pixies by the way <sighs> look frank black is an artist he is he is i just like this hook <laughs> it sounds like that band saint lucia a little bit i could see that it's very poppy That's what makes me think it's new it's like Mark Foster without the cheese. Or Flight of the Concords with a real band. I love them. All right, big guys. Them. See you later. See you later, man. El Coconut. background ambient this is you could eat a hamburger on a dock to this oh yeah oh yeah